0: Welcome to the Business English Podcast, and in this episode we explore the phrases and tips you need to navigate conflicts in the workplace. Conflict is a natural part of any workplace, but it can be challenging to manage effectively. So, in this episode, we'll discuss the language and strategies you can use to address conflicts in a calm and professional manner from using I statements to focusing on the problem at hand. We'll cover the tips and phrases you need to resolve conflicts quickly and effectively. We'll also explore phrasal verbs and other language tools that can help you communicate more effectively when dealing with conflict, including a few terms that you should definitely avoid using. Join us as we delve into the world of professional conflict management and learn exactly how to navigate conflicts with confidence and ease. That was intense, so let us take a moment to serenade ourselves before getting into the meat and potatoes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Now, amazingly, when discussing the topic of conflict management in business English with many of our clients, it appears that so many professionals, natives too, have very little knowledge of the techniques and phrases we should actually be using to navigate times of conflict professionally. I believe it goes without saying that dealing with conflict can be uncomfortable at the best of times, but when doing it in your second, third or even fourth language, the stakes couldn't be higher. So we have pulled together a gargantuan episode for you today. Our hope is that it gives you the foundational concepts, phrases, and techniques for you to be able to deal with that next unexpected conflict that will inevitably happen at some point in your professional career. It is our sincere hope that you never have to use this episode ever, but just in case you do, we have tried to do our best to cover all the bases. So, this episode will comprise four key parts. Firstly, Phrases to use when dealing with conflict in business English. Secondly, tips for dealing with conflict management in a professional manner. Thirdly, phrasal verbs that can be used in conflict management, giving you more options when under pressure. And fourthly, phrases to definitely avoid using when dealing with conflict management. I said it would be a gargantuan episode, didn't I? So let's stop with the pleasantries and get on with it. Let's take off those gloves. Now, I would like to begin this episode with two stories. Firstly, Jenny and Steve were having a disagreement about how to handle a customer complaint. Jenny was insistent that they follow company policy to the letter, while Steve felt that a more personal touch was needed. Things quickly escalated, with Jenny accusing Steve of being unprofessional and Steve accusing Jenny of being rigid and inflexible. The argument became so heated that their boss had to step in and separate them. The conflict ended up causing tension between Jenny and Steve, and they were unable to work effectively together for some time after that. Now, does that sound familiar? Maybe you have witnessed or even been involved in a similar incident but let's see how our second story contrasts with the first. Can you hear any distinct differences? The second. Samantha and John were working on a project together, but they had different ideas about how to approach it. Instead of getting into a heated argument, Samantha suggested they take a break and regroup later. During that time she took the opportunity to look for areas of overlap between their ideas and found a compromise that satisfied them both. When they reconvened, she calmly presented her idea, showing how it combined elements from both their ideas. John was initially hesitant, but Samantha's calm approach and willingness to listen to his concerns helped him see the value in her solution. They were able to move forward with the project without any further conflicts. So, as I hope you may be able to hear, there are some clear differences between these two stories. So, let us first look at 10 phrases that may have been used in that more positive approach in the second story with Samantha and John, to help assist that conflict in a professional manner. And of course, before we begin, the usual disclaimer, I will be repeating the phrases twice before leaving a gap for you to practice. That could be just repeating it back to yourself, drilling it, noting it down, or just allowing it to sink in. The silence is there for you to work your magic. Right, let's begin. Here are ten phrases that may be useful to you when dealing with conflict management in business English. Let's take a step back and review the situation. Let's take a step back and review the situation. I understand your perspective, but have you considered this alternative? I understand your perspective, but have you considered this alternative? I think we need to find a solution that benefits everyone involved. I think we need to find a solution that benefits everyone involved.
1: Can you help me understand why you feel this way? Can you help me understand why you feel this way? Let's brainstorm some possible solutions together. Let's brainstorm some possible solutions together.
0: I think it would be helpful to involve a neutral third party to mediate the situation. I think it would be helpful to involve a neutral third party to mediate the situation. Let's focus on finding a mutually agreeable solution. Let's focus on finding a mutually agreeable solution. I'm sorry for any misunderstandings and I would like to find a way to move forward. I'm sorry for any misunderstandings and I'd like to find a way to move forward. Let's try to keep our emotions in check and stay focused on the issue at hand. Let's try to keep our emotions in check and stay focused on the issue at hand. I appreciate your input, And I would like to work together to find a resolution. I appreciate your input, and I would like to work together to find a resolution. Of course, remembering to use polite language and active listening skills when dealing with conflicts in the workplace is a good idea as is remaining calm and professional and focusing on finding a solution that benefits everyone involved. But what specifically should we be focusing on in order to be as effective and professional as possible? Let's find out. In this section, we will now look at seven tips to help assist you when dealing with conflict management. Number one, address the conflict early. Don't wait until a small issue turns into a bigger problem. Address the conflict as soon as possible to prevent it from escalating. Number two, listen actively. Listen to the other person's point of view without interrupting or getting defensive. Show that you understand their perspective by summarising what they've said. Number three, stay calm. Remain calm and avoid getting angry or defensive. Take a deep breath, count to 10, or take a break if you need one. Number four, use I statements. Use I statements to express your own feelings and perspective rather than placing the blame on the other party. For example, say, I feel upset when, rather than, you're making me angry by. Number five, focus on the problem. Stay focused on the problem at hand and avoid making personal attacks and bringing up unrelated issues. Number six, brainstorm solutions. Work together to find a solution that benefits everyone involved. Consider all options and be open to compromise. Number seven, follow up. After the conflict has been resolved, follow up to ensure that both parties are satisfied with the outcome and that there are no lingering issues. Remember that conflicts are a natural part of any workplace and it's important to address them in a calm and professional manner. By using these seven tips for effective communication and focusing on finding a mutually agreeable solution, conflicts can often be resolved quickly and effectively. Great. Now, in this episode, we have already covered a lot of ground. So far, we have looked at, and hopefully drilled and potentially taken note of, the phrases we can use when managing a conflict situation in the professional space. In addition to seven great tips to keep you on the straight and narrow whilst in that stressful situation. But now, we want to go one step further on the Business English podcast. We now want to give you a bank of phrasal verbs which will help you build your own phrases so you can incorporate them into your own dialogue. This will not only help expand your vocabulary, but make you sound more natural as you can construct these sentences using your own style. There are a total of eight phrasal verbs in this section. What is important to note here is that they have been specifically selected due to their extremely high relevance to the subject of conflict management. Some of them may sound a little strange, but I promise you I'm not making them up. They are all used on a daily basis throughout the English-speaking world. I will first give the phrasal verb, then the meaning, before finally illustrating an example. That means no pause for you to know anything down, so you can relax and sit this one out. I've got it covered. Okay, let's jump in. To work out. To work out means to find a solution to a problem or conflict. For example, let's work out a solution that benefits both of us. To sort out. To resolve a problem or conflict. For example, we need to sort out our differences before we can move forward. To talk through. To talk through means to discuss a problem or conflict in detail in order to find a solution. For example, let's talk through this issue and see if we can come to an agreement. To smooth over. To smooth over means to resolve a problem or conflict by making it less severe or noticeable. For example, I was able to smooth over the conflict by apologising and offering a compromise. To settle down. To settle down means to calm down and become less agitated or upset. For example, we need to settle down and focus on finding a solution to this problem. To back down. To back down means to withdraw from a position or argument in order to resolve a conflict. For example, I realised I was wrong and decided to back down in order to resolve the conflict. To hash out. To hash out means to discuss a problem or conflict in detail in order to find a solution. For example, let's hash out the details of this agreement and make sure we're both on the same page. To iron out. To iron out means to resolve differences or conflicts through discussion and negotiation. For example, we were able to iron out our differences and come to a mutually agreeable solution. Remember that phrasal verbs can be very useful in business English, as they can add nuance and specificity to your language. However, be sure to use them appropriately and avoid overusing them, especially in a stressful situation such as when dealing with conflict. As we near the close of this episode we hope you never have to use we must turn our attention to perhaps the most important element of the episode. Up until now, we have been dealing with the techniques to extinguish a fire that may have started within your professional domain. Naturally, we have provided the firefighting equipment to help you extinguish the blaze before it gets going, minimising any damage. However, what we must do now is highlight four very important things not to say as this would be the equivalent of throwing jet fuel onto the fire instead of water. And whilst the fireworks may be impressive, a full-blown meltdown is certainly not our intended outcome when managing conflict. So, here are four groups of vocabulary you should avoid using during conflict management. I will begin by telling you the phrase to avoid without a gap for you, followed by a phrase that you can use instead which I will repeat twice and pause for you to absorb. Okay, listen, take note, and avoid. Number one. You're wrong. You're mistaken. These phrases can come across as confrontational and can make the other person defensive. Instead, try to use more neutral language that focuses on finding a solution, such as, let's review the facts and see if we can come to a mutual agreement. Let's review the facts and see if we can come to a mutual agreement.
1: Number two. Calm
0: down. Relax. These phrases can be dismissive and can invalidate the other person's feelings. Instead, try to acknowledge their emotions and offer support, such as... I can see you're upset, and I want to find a solution that works for everyone. I can see that you're upset and I want to find a solution that works for everyone. Number three, that's not my problem, or I can't help you with that. These phrases can make the other person feel unsupported and can escalate the conflict. Instead, try to offer a solution or an alternative, such as, I understand your concern, and while I may not be able to help directly, let's brainstorm some solutions together. I understand your concern, and while I may not be able to help you directly, let's brainstorm some solutions together.
1: Number four, it's always been done this
0: way, or that's how we've always done it. These phrases can be dismissive of new ideas or suggestions and can prevent progress. Instead, try to be open minded and receptive to new ideas, such as, That's an interesting suggestion. Let's explore that idea further and see if it could work for both of us. That's an interesting suggestion. Let's explore that idea further and see if it could work for both of us. Remember, the language you use when managing conflicts in the workplace can have a big impact on the outcome. It's important to be respectful, neutral, and focused on finding a solution that benefits everyone involved. And there we have it, an all-encompassing episode on conflict management. As we mentioned at the start of the episode, we truly hope you don't need to use any of the content in this episode, but it is always best to have options if you need them. Conflict management in Business English is one of the most difficult areas to master, so be sure to revisit this episode again, as you never know what you might have missed. And with that, I wish you the best of luck. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.